0: Sound Words. Christian Magazine. Volumes 31-40. to 40. Republished by Irving Risch. Host of down-to-earth but heavenly-minded podcast. God's will for the blessing of his own. In the first chapter of Colossians we find the beloved Apostle Paul praying for the saints in relation to the will of God. He sought that they might be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. This shows us what the moral condition of every Christian should be. We can never walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing without this moral condition. The subject of the will of God is a vast one, and to enter into it we must first of all understand what was wrought out in the death of Christ. That blessed one had come into manhood to enter into the sufferings of death that God might be glorified in relation to sin. And because of what Christ has done God is able to justify all who believe in Jesus. Not only that, beloved, but God has raised Jesus from the dead, and in His resurrection divine power has been displayed, and it is in Christ risen from the dead that we are justified. Every bit of fear is taken from our hearts, we have peace with God, and we boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have been reconciled to God. The cross has brought to an end before God all that we were as in the flesh, in order that we might be able to take account of ourselves as in Christ. Having learned these great truths, we can enter into God's mind for us. The will of God can be viewed in many ways, we can think of it in relation to his people of old, or can view it in relation to his Son who carried it out perfectly. Or we can consider it in relation to the work of the Father in making us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. How wonderful to think that it was in the Father's will to deliver us from the authority of darkness, and to translate us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. And this is what he has done, he has brought us to where we can be engaged with the Son of his love, who was ever the object of his affections. It is the Father's will to have us in the Son before his face, redeemed from all that we were, having redemption in the Son, and occupied with the Son in the glories of his person. In manhood, the Son is the image of the invisible God, and the firstborn of all the creation, but these things belong to him as man because he is God. What lay in the depths of the heart of God has been told out in his own Son who stepped into this present world to bring to light all the will of God for the blessing of his own. R. Duncanson. Reconciliation and the mystery of God. How blessed it is to contemplate the work of reconciliation, to see that the Lord Jesus Christ died upon the cross that we might be brought home to God for his pleasure. Nothing but the death of God's Son could accomplish this, the cross was a divine necessity if God was to have us in his own presence for his joy and satisfaction as having been brought to God, and as knowing him through what he has done, it is our joy to boast in the God who has brought us near in grace through Jesus. But God has wrought in grace towards us for his own pleasure, bringing us near to himself where he can disclose to us the secrets of his heart. And what a great secret is the truth of the mystery. Christ has not only died for us, but he indwells us, and that not only individually, but corporately as his assembly. In Colossians, we read, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. Christ indwells his own, but is in their midst to direct and control, and to lead our hearts into all that God has secured for us through his death. In the coming day he will be found in the midst of his earthly people, Israel, but today Christ's place is not with an earthly people but in the midst of a heavenly company that he has redeemed to God by his precious blood, and who are united to him as having his own life. This great secret is also spoken of as the mystery of God. How great this secret must be when it can be said of it, in which are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. There is no other secret like this one. And to think that God has made it known to us that we might enter into the thoughts of his own heart, and in doing so acquire the treasures that can never be lost. R. Duncanson.